again. Good evening. Good evening. How are we doing? <laughs> good evening. Good evening. Good evening. It's very Stephen Fry, isn't it? <laughs> <Cheers>. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. Oh. <laughs> no, that's a very small can. So this is this is um this is episode four. At what point do we become like a proper podcast? <laughs> I'm just ignoring you, really. yeah. Sorry, sorry. That really, it, that, it, really, it, it. that really threw tell me, some, that little can. Tell, tell someone's missus isn't in. <laughs> Been on it since lunch. <laughs> oh, I wish. Christ. Oh, dear. Anyway. They're all good chaps, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. It's Friday. All's right in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Happy, happy weekend to everybody. Evening, Rage of Fault. Welcome back, mate. It's good to see you. We'll hear from you. Yeah, it was a bad weekend. Yes, it's good. It's been a long, hard week, but it's good to be here. So, so yes, absolutely. <laughs> a busy one, Mr. Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yes, just a, a big project we've been working on for a very long time at work um, is coming to fruition, which is great. Um, but it's just very, very domineering. But um, yeah, it's all good, mate. It's all good. All it's good. Equally, equally nice to be at a Friday um, and heading into a two-day, two-day weekend, and, and 50% of that spilt, um, spent with airsoft. So, so yeah, all good. All good. <laughs> yeah, all good. You say that at six o'clock in the morning when you're falling out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that don't happen, mate. As we know, on a Sunday, you know, airsoft is not an early start anymore. It's a case of... No, it yeah, certainly because, isn't, mate. Not for me and you. If yeah, you want come, us, come we'll be there. But it'll be... Time. Exactly, exactly. It starts at a decent time. I know we've got an agenda, but I do notice a little something in there, in the background. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Yeah. So so it's not been all work this week, to be fair. There has been a bit of play. So um finally got my scar heavy picked up and it is a Don't drop it, they wear a ton. So um so yeah, so oh. I got my got my got my scar each, um got it from Camo Raids in, in Essex, who is a very, very specialised Tokyo Marua, Marui um, specialist. Um, it's been it's one of their um, super builds, so it's got basically the full shebang. It pretty much has everything in it, the bells and whistles, kitchen sink, and you name it. Um, just dressed with a few um, two extras on the top, so I've got the Vortex UH-1, uh, the Vortex um, three times magnifier, which really does the UH-1 a little bit of justice, to be fair. And then I just got the, just taken them off of the MP7, just got the, the pet box um, and the, the IR flood, which is by the uh, Zenitco Russian uh, company. And then just the uh, the tracer unit on the end, really. So it's all set up for night mode, barring the, the two optics, which we'll take off next week and put the thermal scope on. But yes, it was just good just to pick this up. So thank you to the guys. Uh, camo raids for and that's not a, a plug for them it's just a, a thank you in general because they do a lot of work tell you what, my, my tokyo Marui bits i wouldn't want to get hit by it but then you say that <laughs> i also got my other little baby back which i've been waiting for it's my uh it's my back, tokyo Marui mk46 which yeah, i've boy. had since march um and and again shameless plug but camo raids have been doing um, all of the, the the work on it, so I think the big thing about this particular uh, AEG LMG, whatever you want to call it, is you know it's very new to market, so therefore there's literally no sort of after aftermarket upgrades, etc. And I think you guys know that I I am fond of a, an aftermarket upgrade, and um, but again the guys have been doing doing some sort of like one off um, developments on it, which is great. So it's got. Um, a, a custom edgy barrel all the way through just to give it that, that much straight trajectory and they've played around with the tensioners so the spring is a lot tighter so it's pushing out more fps uh, than your standard 
Um, and a few other bits. So, so yeah, so yeah, like I say, it's not been all work this week. It has been some play, just obviously getting these. And then as you do, you start tinkering around and moving things off of one gun and onto the other and, and f- fighting and funnying around. So, yeah, so it's just been nice just to, to sort of get those back, really. And, and I appreciate, obviously, we've got all got an event coming up end of November, which just means that, you know, I've, I've got myself a, a good couple of primaries, really. So I will probably run one on, on, on one day and, and the other on the other day, really. Just, just, so basically it just translates to me that you've done fuck all week, fuck all work all week, really. You've just you've pissed around with guns, haven't you? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. You did it with this big project, boss, honest, honest. <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 be, to be fair, I've, I've sent some photos over to my boss tonight, so it proves I've done at least some work this week. So <laughs> I'll fit this on top of this foot. <laughs> exactly. But, anyway. you know, but, you know, at the end of the day, this is why we get out of bed, isn't it? We get out of bed, we work hard, you know, until we get to play hard. That, that's the main exactly thing. Exactly that, mate. Exactly that. So... Other than us all drooling all over Mike's new, well, not new guns, but getting his guns back. Anybody else got any news? That's a horrible sound, Paul. I'm dribbling over that. I'm sure Paul's got some news. Maybe not airsoft related. I think, I think news. Paul's got some news. No, I don't. I think the only news that I've got is that I'm probably now going to be forbidden to make any more airsoft purchases for the next God knows how many years. I'll be drawing a pension before I do. So, yeah, baby number five is on the way. Congratulations. Yeah, basically, we're just trying to bolster up, uh, you know, the blue team um, because they're outweighed by the reds whenever we go airsoft. So, <laughs> so to, to be fair, no, to, yeah, to, so, be, um, yeah. to be fair, Paul, appreciate what you mean? mentioned that that's going to be number five, isn't it? So there's actually a reason why me and Lance are sitting as far as way as we can from you on the screen because you know, man, you are one fertile individual, you know, and no, we don't want to be too close in case literally we get impregnated. He's literally like Medusa, you know, you can look but... him in the eye and then you're just... Well, you know, that. what goes on Milsim stays on Milsim. <laughs> and, and then comes back to claim benefits off of you <laughs> nine months later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, really, really chuffed, really happy. Um, uh, but as Mr. Marden said, you know, just where you made some of your purchases earlier on this year, wasn't it? <laughs> but no, all good, mate, all good. We're, we're really chuffed. So thank you very much for the, uh, the kind messages from your, you, you guys this week. Um, thank you very much, Terry. Really appreciate it, mate. Um, but yeah, yeah, fun times ahead. Just uh, another little addition to the fairy tale journey that, that yeah, that me and my other half have had. So, yeah, growing anyway. yourselves an army slowly but surely. Exactly that. <laughs> I mean, it's one case. Minute, like you know, just spawn them. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting until we get enough enough kids, and now I'm just going to become a doomsday prepper. We're going to buy a farm in the middle of nowhere and build a fence and just arm ourselves to the teeth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, I'm sure I'm, we had an agenda I'm, tonight, didn't we? I'm sure there is. We do have an agenda. There is someone somewhere. Yeah. Well, that's sure some other news. So, um, Gunman, Gunman Airsoft, uh, with their site in Tottenham, uh, they appear to have taken over uh, Battle Lakes, is it? Mm, yes, I've heard. So, that's, um, that's an interesting development. Um, mm. I've never been to Battle Lakes. I've only been to Tottenham once. So, it was I've a good, Battle it was Lakes a good game. Once. Where, where yeah, about? It's a good Where side. The other side of Tunbridge Wells. Um, uh, Battle Lakes just the other side of Tunbridge Wells, mate. Big side? Your side of Tunbridge Wells. Yeah, it's, it's actually nice. Really good, yeah. It is a good mm. site. Um, some we really, really don't get out. Do you know what I mean? No. I, I, I don't, anyway. <laughs> when it comes to airsoft, I don't, we don't. Well, clearly, not the amount of kids that I'm producing here, but um, maybe we don't. Maybe we should get out a bit busy. more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perhaps I should buy more airsoft gear. Um, <laughs> but no, really, I've only ever done... I think I've done Apocalypse... Obviously, as our as our resident site, 
Um, I've done Longmore, uh, and then the only other one was the Fault in Blimey, look, there we go. Medways, is it? Rochester, yeah, yeah, Rochester, yep. Just yeah. had our, our friends at Octo Eight have just jumped on and said, "Gunman actually have three sites." That that shows how well informed I am. Um, the Battle X is <laughs> there. So. Very, very in, in greedy. News, fresh news in. <laughs> we clearly don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> oh dear. Cool. Right. So the main thing, main thing. We obviously launched our Halloween loadout competition cast because we came up with the idea after the episode. Um, but Lance, I believe yes, you mate. have some uh, info on the actual prize because I mean that's I... you know people need to know what they're going to win. I do indeed. Give me two seconds because I've got waylaid by talking bollocks with you three so right that, that so, and a six foot bottle of beer <laughs> no that's there's, there's no beer prize that you, no 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 that's all mine oh, well, was, right so prizes on the uh, scores on the doors miss ford hi mum is hello mum sorry <laughs> um is a british army ration granted this one is open but um if the reason it's open is that i can stock it with either Meat-based meals or vegetarian, whichever ones you would deem like, whoever the lucky winner is. So you'll be getting a full 24-hour NATO British Army ration pack um, with all the bells and whistles inside it. Um, not only that, you'll receive a, not this one, this is just to show you what it is, is a 58-pattern British Army water bottle with the cup, and obviously that comes as a set. So the lucky winner can send us their address and they'll receive the ration pack and the uh, water bottle kit in the post to their door so that's for the, the lucky winners of yeah. the uh, of the competition next week so who, who wants to talk about how you can enter it's a little test Shall uh, I talk about so it? you send your pictures <laughs> on a postcard to p.o box whatever it is bbc i should have expected that i'll talk about it it's fine right if you guys want to uh, or gals if you want to send them in through instagram uh, you can either tag us in the post or you can dm us directly uh, you can send it to us on our Facebook page. Uh, you can send it to us on our email, which is nofochat at hotmail.com. Um, you can post it to us if you want. Please direct message me for my address afterwards, but please don't turn up because that would yeah. be weird. I might <laughs> give you Lance's address. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so entries close uh, on Thursday next week. Um, it basically, anything kind of vaguely Halloween or scary loadout-wise, um, there's a few um, pictures that I've been posting on my Instagram of sort of stuff that you could enter. Uh, obviously, I'm not allowed to enter, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, give it a go. Give it a go. And we will draw it next week. The rest of us can. It's just Mike who can't enter. Yeah, I just can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. <laughs> Evening, oh, Wayne. Well. Evening, Wayne. Cool, right, man. gents. That was, that was in sync. It's How cold out. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. I feel like the teacher at the front of the class. I really do sometimes. You absolutely um, are. <laughs> it's cold out. It's just cold need out. the ruler. Yeah, I know. Tis, tis a bit. <laughs> Certainly oh, a bit nipply. <laughs> right, it's cold out. Mike, how are you keeping warm? I'm going to go to you first because you're the oh, one that mate, seems that, to be that, the most that, sensible that, of the class. That, that, could be an entirely, that could be an entirely different uh, question and conversation, couldn't it? How do I keep warm? But, um, it's got yeah, a high of central so, heating. So I, I suppose that, let me just start by probably just caveating it that you know there there is about keeping warm 
um, but there's not about overheating. So I think one of the big things for me, you know, during winter um, is, is staying warm, but but not cooking up, not sweating. I think, you know, when you start to sweat, that's just as bad as being cold, to be fair. So, you know, in regards to base layers, not a lot really changes for me. But, you know, what, what I've got on the screen there and I'll, I'll talk through it. So, you know, number number one is quite straightforward. It's a bit of a no shit Sherlock. It's it's thermal socks. Um, you know, really, really important. That you just keep your feet, you know, warm. Um, you know, and, and you, you, you'd be the judge whether you feel that you need to wear thermal socks or your boots, you know, complement a standard set of socks um, as it is. But I always feel with the thermal socks, A, it keeps my feet nice, nice and warm and nice and dry. Um, and actually, if, if you know, it gets to a point where my feet do sweat, you know, then then again, they're thick enough socks that they should, you know, should be absorbing the sweat as well. I think the second bit for me is just a mesh snood and it's probably a bit of a theme um, in regards to a lot of a lot of my wear for Chris, um, Christmas, <laughs> for winter even, um, is, is, you know, that, that is, everything needs to breathe. Um, you know, so so for me, I wear a mesh snood, and you know we, we know where a snood goes. You know, it wraps around your neck, so again, it's it's stopping that heat from coming up through my collar and and sort of going out. It's mesh, so it allows me to breathe. I can then put it over my nose. You know, I've got an exceptionally large beak, so it, you know it keeps keeps my nose a safe. My nose you know sort of warm but actually you know you can pull it up over your ear holes as well so i'm one of these strange or, or not so strange individuals that i really suffer with cold ears so for me it's really important to have the snood you know it can go up go up over my ears so my ears feel nice and warm but again it can all come down at pace and it's all mesh so it can all breathe so again you know where i'm steaming up etc the mesh will allow just you know that that to sort of disapparate and and go elsewhere so that's that really um with, with three so i'm gone I've seen a mesh one of these before. I've seen like the thin um, cotton, kind of like semi-elastic ones. Where where did you get that one from? So that is from a is a gentleman who runs a company called Airsoft um, Airsoft Face Pro, which is he sort of generally advertises off of Facebook. Um, but I've got a, I've got a variation. There's another guy um, who goes under the, the, the page of Delta Mike face pro and um, both do very 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 similar um similar types of things but um to be fair you know it, the one i got there is from airsoft face pro but you know it's um good as gold and again as i said you know it's covers your face you've got some um sort of steel steel mouth guard sort of woven in it's mesh it breathes it's got elastic on the back um so you know obviously that can sort of help help everything breathe um guys just not just to disrupt the, the stream quickly so i've i have this on youtube in the background and for some reason it stopped playing so i don't know whether we're still broadcasting i don't know if anyone in the uh, the comments and chat can say whether we're still broadcasting or not because mine's just kicked uh, off we've still got two viewers on facebook i think youtube might have gone down briefly not sure why yeah uh, so fine so I'll, I'll, if, if you want i will keep talking if you want to just play yeah you background. just keep going i'll have a little look at the tech so that's fine so so the third thing for me you know there's, there's, there's a bit of a, a theme in regards to the brand that i like so i'm i'm a, I'm a real big fan and advocate of, of claw gear um it was some really really nice kit and again the, the claw gear trousers are number three there's a few bits about that again you know that fully waterproof and that's really really important you know but being wet you get cold you get cold, your morale drops, etc., etc. We know the pitfalls are being wet. So these, these are claw gear. They are fully waterproof. But again, you've got access. You've got zips. You can sort of unzip them again to let let your body breathe. Um, again, which is a real big thing. And one of the big things for me is got integrated knee pads as well. But that's not anything to do with staying warm. 
for um you know our, our thermals you know thermal t-shirt you know thermal set of long johns you know i think there's been the odd occasion i think lance will remember when we've been out you know in a milsim and it snowed you know the temperatures probably mm, dropped yeah. it snowed you know so there has been a need sometimes at night you know if you, you're getting your head down for a few hours after after you've done some of your ops etc just having like a you know a warmer base layer just to slip on you know and for me you know being warm will help me sleep you know sleep you know gives me my rest and i'm fit and ready to go in the morning so five is a bit of a it's it's a thicker um thicker jacket um again it's a claw gear jacket um again same type of thing it's all gore-tex so it is all fully um waterproof um and you know that's in a really keeps me in a really really good place again very much all of the zips up the sides i can do i can do the zips again lets my body breathe you've got the hood that wraps over and it's all fleece lined as well so again really really good for like when that temperature drops and and you know when it starts to get really cold just to um just to cut in briefly it turns yep. out that we can't actually view on youtube because we've breached the community guidelines and shut it down for us. Um, probably because we've got uh, airsoft uh, riffs in the background. So um, we might have to uh, look at that in the future. Um, it's, okay. I don't think we can jump back on at this point um, unless I restart that's the not stream. An rift. Um, that's, that's Mike's 7s to Scar Heavy. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's in, uh, some, some, oh, that's the Keeps the chaps off. I suppose you couldn't. I, I don't. I don't get YouTube rules. It's ridiculous. No, because you see people doing reviews on on riffs all the time. But but no, it's, it's, yeah, uh, but someone might have reported us. Um, what I'm going to do is let's just just shut it down briefly. Um, yep. We'll go for a little five minutes longer. So if everyone who's currently watching, we're going to log back on again in a second because um, that way we can actually record an episode uh, with all the gear. Um, we'll just recap the few things that we just covered briefly. Um, so yeah, if you rejoin a little bit. Uh, gents, I'll send you the link. So, okay. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. <laughs> right, we're back. We haven't got anybody watching just yet. Um, so, for those watching on the catch up or the podcast, uh, apologies. It appears that we've breached some community guidelines, um, which we need to keep track of because obviously, you know, if we can't advertise on YouTube or be on YouTube, it's a little bit of a pain. Um, but currently, we're only viewing on. Facebook at the moment, so so it's just come up a notification for me that we are now live. Ah, cool. um, we're, on, we're on YouTube as well, I think. Let me just yeah. see. I'm just checking mine as well. Yep, I believe we are. Yep, yeah, that's it. Cool. Right. Yeah. Well, let's continue. So, hello everybody. Welcome to November Foxtrot. Um, for those that watched 4A, um, which probably won't be on YouTube, it'll be on Facebook and all the live streams. Uh, feel free to have a look at that. Um, the bloopers that will, wasn't it? Yeah, we're all going to talk about we're going to talk about the cold stuff because we got kicked off of YouTube for being for being naughty. So, um, Lutus, yeah. cool. thanks Octo Eight for confirming that we're out. So, right, we're back. Carry on, Mike. So I'll re recap really quickly for those looking at the screen. Number one, thermal socks. Number two, mesh breathable snood. Three was just a set of claw gear trousers, uh, fully waterproof. Um, can unzip them, etc. Uh, so you, again, your body can breathe, but again, very, very warm set of trousers. Four was about a thermal top and a, a set of thermal long johns. Um, long johns for me is something I would wear sort of in the evening when it gets properly cold. Five was just a uh, claw gear, um, sort of heavy, thick um, jacket. 
Um, six for me is just again a selection of um, of, of, of woolly hats. Thinsulate again, just obviously really important. That you're not just letting all of your, your you know your core temperature disappear out through your head. Um, seven for me again is boonies. Again, again, obviously where I wear the snood up over my ears and over my nose, I just then complement it with a boonie. Again, boonie does you know believe it or not keep you warm, but actually for me it's a it's, it's by a company called UF Pro, and you've got sort of again sort of mesh panels just on the side, which again just allow you to to breathe and and you know for a lot of that steam and that to go up as opposed to sort of surrounding your head and coming back down um again for me it's just it's a soft shell jacket but it is um again fleece lined again so really really warm fully sort of uh, waterproof on the outside and i think the other thing that really the key thing for me for keeping warm is is the jackets are both windproof as well um a lot of jackets will come up with with a bit of a claim to be windproof um a lot of them aren't so again you know make sure you do your diligence and check but again obviously not having the wind sort of cutting through your body is a really really just important way for me to uh to, to stay dry so so yeah that, that that's me to be fair um it's probably not exhaustive and um, there's probably other bits but i think those things for me are the things that you know i will sort of take with me um and and stay warm i think you know if i can put like almost like a, a springer's final thought on on my selection um you know the, the big thing for me is you know if you're active and if you're getting out and you're proactive and you're playing and you're covering the ground then by nature you should be staying warm anyway do you just quick question mike do you generally feel cold does it bother you the cold usually or are you kind of a you know don't really uh, own, need own, gear own, a lot of the time own, only at night i think it's only at night when, you know when when you know you're talking your hours of sort of like one o'clock to, to four or five o'clock when either you're starting to think about stag duty or or you know you're, you're putting your head down is generally for me the times you know you get cold i think it's you know one damp. of the, yeah, I think one of the big things, you know, when we've been out in, in a lot of the wooded environments that we go to is someone's generally on duty to maintain a fire, um, you know, which, which keeps everyone in a good space, really. So, so no, I wouldn't say I'm particularly cold during the day, just at night, you know, when, when bedding down, I like to stay warm. You showed up on the thermal scope, all right, so you must be fairly hot-blooded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, nice one, mate. It's a good little setup there. Let's go next. Um, easy. Yep, yeah, easy. Oh, Paul, I'll bring yours up. Uh, oh, there you go. Hello. It's best offer I've had all Friday. Well, clearly you don't have to worry about that, do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, there we go. It's so little. Oh, oh, I suppose I better try and talk through this. There we go. Give it a tickle. That'll make it bigger. Right, so if I just quickly, quickly talk talk around this so there's a similar items that um that mike uses uh, and then there's just a couple of little extras that i've picked up along the way um so if i start you know for me um it, it is about layers uh and i think really that goes back to the days when you know i used to be in the scouts when i was younger and it was you know you could you can take layers off um but you can't put on what you haven't got with you so you you sort of build it up as you go so uh, on the left-hand side, I didn't dig them all out, but that's just a, uh, a set of um, sort of similar to the Under Armour um, thermals. So I've got short sleeve um, for when it's, you know, not, not thick winter, um, but you still that temperature drops because it's quite warm throughout the day. And then when the damp sets in and you just need a little bit of something close to your chest, um, then uh, then that, that 
sort of acts as a as a thermal, but equally you can wear it um, in uh, in the summertime to to maintain your body temperature and keep it cooler. It's the it's got that advanced wicking in it, so similar to uh, gear that they issue to um, sort of British forces, the armed forces, and that. Um, like the so, sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly that, and it's, it's made of a very similar material. So really, they use chips as well. Um, but yeah, they do the trick. But I very, very rarely whack them on. It's only if the temperature really does start to dip, especially the trousers, um, because uh, you know I don't. Yeah, for for a number of reasons, really. So you know, when when I was young, we, you know, we wasn't brought up with the luxury of central heating, double glazing, um, and all that sort of stuff. We had a gas fire in the front room, um, you know, and we had a single glazed house, so you, you didn't feel the cold. It's only when I bought a house with the misses and. Yeah, double glazing and, and everything that went with it. I started sweating my nuts off in the evening and started to feel the cold. It's softened me up. Yeah, exactly that. So so that's that. So, you know, they always come with me. They take up no space whatsoever. Um, scrunch them down, stick them in a sandwich bag. It was zip tie bag. So, if, you know, if your kit does get wet, they stay dry. Um, and they take up no space in your in your, in your your rucksack there. Uh, top left is the, uh, the good old schmar, schmag, whatever you want to call it. Um, just wrap that round your neck sometimes just to keep the wind off the back of your neck um, you know or even if you're, you're really starting to feel the cold and you're sat there in a in the middle of a field you can you know you can make yourself all sorts of hats and um, you know you jump on YouTube and there's videos that show you 20 different ways to tie one of those things around your face uh, all the way from the way that the SAS used to use it back in uh, you know fighting in the desert to, you know if you want to make yourself look like a pirate you can, you can do it that as well how is um, that actually pronounced? Because I, 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 like I do it the posh way. I call it the Shemar. I call it the Shemar. It's just my college boy education. <laughs> other brothers call it a Shmag. Shemar. Honestly, it sounds like a French uh, bistro, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and it, it, it'd be massive as well, you know? You, you wrap it around yeah. you like an old old lady's blanket almost. Yeah, um, they are next to that, um, and I'm just going to reach around and see if I can grab those. Um, so they are a pair of Thinsulate, um, like almost like flight gloves, uh, and these things are super duper warm, light as you like, and they come, you know, almost like a sort of rigger glove size, come right away down my wrist here, um, but still give me full dexterity to do anything with any of my pews even though they look you know quite thick to the hand so they're really you know great little pair of gloves nice, uh, and i picked those up they only like a little ebay buy uh, or something like that you know uh next to those are my, um me my, my sort of standard operating gloves so that's just a pair of mechanics um low profile or whatever it is that they're, they're called a uh, great little glove i've had them a while um you know, wear and tear has outlasted the Oakleys that I've had before that, and then I had a pair of the Warrior ones before that, uh, and these Mechanics ones, you know, they they seem to cut the mustard, which is which is good. Yeah. Uh, below that, uh, it's the same. That's the uh, the Boonie over on the right hand side. Um, so that's that is the same as Mike's from UF Pro. Um, great little hat. Um, you know, it's got loads of little air holes all the way around the side, so it does let your head breathe out. Um, yeah, but it's just nice and sort of comforting. Sometimes you've got something on top of your head just to keep your, you know, your your, your head a bit a bit warm. Um, I mean, I'm thinning out quite nicely uh, on top, um, so you know I do need a little something on the head covering. And then to go with that, if the temperature really does drop, 
uh, again, is is a thinsulate um, beanie just underneath the underneath the boonie is the beanie. Um, <laughs> so so yeah, no, they, they take up no space again whatsoever. Uh, just to the to to the, the left of the uh, boonie, uh, that's the same face pro that Mike's got. Um, so it's uh, the longer version. I think it's like the Mark II, um, whatever it is, the uh, uh, the, the face pro there. Uh, and then next to that is uh, is the Mark One, which is uh, a smaller. Uh, it's, it's quite short in comparison. So the one in the middle, you can see, it's got quite a bit of length on it. Comes right the way down your neck. The upside to that is it's got a bigger hex area that covers your nose as well as your mouth, uh, and it's got a pull cord uh, on the back, so you can tighten it down quite nice. The smaller, lower profile one literally is you just holding it up with the elasticated um, fixings that that you get with that, uh, and then that's uh, you know it's, it's quite handy. So it takes up no room. It's always handy to have a little spare bit of face pro just in case you lose one along the way. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to look great standing at the front presenting at work with half my railings missing because I've, you know, I've not taken the face pro with me. So <laughs> um, underneath that, so this this coat um, literally was a uh, my first meal sim, uh, and it was at Longmore, um, uh, and you had to go solid colours, uh, and obviously, you know, because it was my first meal sim, there was other stuff that I needed to purchase, um, and. Uh, you know, in the end, I jumped on eBay uh, and picked up that. It's like a, I think it's called a shark skin type jacket, um, 30 quid or something, you know, and it's in OD, but it goes quite nice with the Ralph um, claw gear trousers and top that I've got. Um, uh, you know, and I sprayed that with a little bit of Fab Seal Gold, which I picked up after a chat with you, Lance. Yes, um, uh, And that is absolutely golden, you know, and it's got all the little. It's almost like if you was to make something in a very same factory or, you know, the factory next door and they've nicked the design, it is that. It's got all the little zips up the side. It's got the zips on the armpits. It's got the pocket zips. It's got, you, you know, all, all the gubbins that go with it. Uh, and it, it cost me, you know, next to next to not a lot. Um, so that that's my standard sort of, you know, where, wearing about. Uh, and then as I've sort of ventured into getting a little bit of uh, multi-glam, as well for when we join um you know you you guys to punish us out for for some ops away from apoc um you know it's all it's all it is about the multi-cam as well uh, so that is the bulldog um parasmock evo i want to say evolution or evo 2 or something along those lines um so that's 100% waterproof it's on the inner uh I'll see if I can get that up to the screen for you to have a little look um, I don't know if you can see it. Make you full size, hang on. So, yeah, that's probably better off going from underneath. So you've got your standard on the outside, um, and then on the inside, it's got this black, it's like a black lining. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of it being Gore-Tex, I think the stuff's called, I want to say Risa, or Reese. Um, and it's the, essentially, it's the same gear that they make um motorcycling um apparel out of so the leathers it's on the inside of the leathers on the motorbike gear uh, and it's like a you know fully windproof fully waterproof it's got all the pockets that i'm a nightmare for losing stuff in a pocket so you know i'm gonna that's gonna be nightmare nightmares for me but you know i stuck that on when i first got it uh when you was actually was having a bit of a chat lance one evening about packing a 
um, my Bergen, mm-hmm. uh, and I just tried it on, and I started to bake up in that straight away. So you know, I've got every confidence in that thing. If I'm out there and it starts to really dip down, and I chuck that on, then that's going to do wonders for me. So, um, but it's still, you know, this, this as you can see, it's still got the labels on. <laughs> Um, because our, our, our good friend Mr. Covid rocked up and, and shit on any opportunities of us getting out and doing a joint op. So all my multi-cam gear still for now, labels for now. on. Yes, for it, now, yeah. yeah it's not over till it's over, mate. It, oh, mate, no, it'll, it'll come about, it'll come about, and it'll be even more special when it does, because we'd have had to have waited for it. So, um, Definitely, mate. But yeah, so we've got that there. Um, but, you know, that was, I think it was about 80 quid or something like that. Um, but the one that I got off of eBay, the the, the OD um, jacket as well, you know, for for less than half that price. If you treat it right, get a bit of spray on the outside of it. That's absolutely golden as well. So that essentially is me. Uh, I'm still on a journey for for my cold weather gear. Uh, found out the hard way at Longmore um, at the last event where my team decided against everyone's advice to stay actually in the houses um, on what was probably one of the most coldest nights of the year. Um, and then, funnily enough, the next day after the game started, I woke up and see them all carrying their fucking sleeping gear and all their kit down to one of the warm houses that they'd been allocated because <laughs> he didn't want to handle the second place weather. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm on that journey. I'm learning um, and then, you know, picking bits up as we go, not trying to invest in too much. Because I still am trying to, you know, drive that weight loss down. So you know, going running out buying the three, four XL gear, and then only ended up, you know, finding out that I can then squeeze into a nice sort of double XL, and you know, having to rebuy it all is not the way forward. So it's a nice feeling, though. Play, mate. It yeah, is, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. It's, uh... but yeah, it's, it's not. You know, I think it's just it's getting to that stage really where I've got all the kit. Um, and a load of the kit that I need and I sit there some nights and you're flicking through going oh, what else can I buy what else can I buy because yeah. you feel like you should buy something but you can't in your head you think I don't need anything you know what I need is to get yeah, boots on the ground I need... <laughs> but I need to I need to test it you know I need to get out there I need to, I need to put this stuff through the, through the cold you know the wind the rain and see what works and what doesn't work and then get back and, and you know then make selective purchases of what's right rather than do what I did when I first started Airsoft which was bought everything online that I could possibly get hold of and then ended up getting rid of 90% of it because it was, you know, not not right for me. I'll just um, move to the chat briefly. Call sign the chief. Apparently your son is waiting for a hot chocolate and cake, please. (laughs) (laughs) And and Paul, I I take it your son knows that, you know, there's another one due, doesn't it, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because he's the worst way to tell him. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, to, that, so. Hey, that's a good old news. So, it, it should be, maybe to come back from him being a bit cheeky, asking for his hot chocolate and cake, you should tell him it's a one-in-one-out policy. So when the new one comes, so when the new one comes along, out. There's your hot chocolate. I've li- <laughs> some coffee I'm making it, and I licked your cup. Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, a couple of things from uh, other people. So, Rage File, uh, maybe a stupid question. Would you take a large rucksack with you when you do a milsim? If so, why not use a dry bag to keep dry uh, to keep dry kit in, and another to put wet kit in if you need to change? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, we yes. use um, we use Bergens a lot within lots sort of like my team, and out of, obviously, I'm guessing Mike and. Uh, and Paul do as well. Um, I think it depends on the event. Obviously, like for the likes of Longmore and that, you're not necessarily going to need a Bergen as such because you'll be in hard accommodation blocks. So 
you can you can sort of trolley dolly your way around with all your main kit and then just take a day sec out for the actual event itself when you're out on the ground. Um, but if you're more hard routine and you've got to take your sleep system, shelter system and all your gear with you, then obviously yeah, Bergen's the way to go and dry bags and compression sacks are obviously essential for um, keeping like dry kit dry, wet kit, wet kit, well wet kit away from the dry kit in a, in a separate bag. Um, yeah, definitely essential bits, of it, bits and bobs to have. What I did with mine is so, I, yeah. I, I kind of split my kit down. So if I'm, you know, in the, in the bottom of my rucksack when I first went and it was, it was honestly, it was an old fishing rucksack, it was massive, this thing big old hard-ass plastic bottom on it and you wouldn't want to you know it was very very far from anything that looked like it should be near the military but it did the job um but inside there i had some some bigger bags some sort of almost like the size that you if you get one of those little warrior rucksacks it comes in that sort of bag you know the polythene bag and in that i had a full set of of uh you know replacement gear so if i'd have got soaked i could have literally grabbed that out the bottom of my bag in there was boxers socks you know, a pair of trousers. I, I, we literally, because it was solid colours, we jumped on eBay and picked up some OD um, cheap, you know, like only two quid or three quid, you know, little T-shirts. And so all of those, I, kit, I, I got all rolled day. in. Exactly. So I could go and get out, get that kit on, in the same bag, all the <coughs> wet kit goes, out with the dry, in with the wet, fold it all up, chuck it in there. Nice little present for the wife when you get home. Yeah. <laughs> we did a, uh, Lance and I did a Milsim at Longmore UTC a while ago. Oh, it was one of the wettest airsoft events I've yeah. ever been to. Honestly, we were just on patrol. You take all your kit off, you put new kit on just to try and dry it out a little bit. But honestly, having a nice little warm T-shirt just to crawl up in, in your sleeping bag for like half hour kip or whatever, it, it does make a massive difference. It just makes, you know, just getting the wet stuff off, putting dry stuff on. Yeah, even yeah. like a couple of Ranger rolls. and a, Basically, a Ranger roll is um, a, a, a dry T-shirt, a pair of boxes or briefs. And a pair of socks just literally rolled into like a long sausage shape, if you like. And that's basically called it. You put the briefs inside the t shirt, roll it up, stuff it in one sock, and then fold the other sock over the top. And you've got one little bit of dry kit there, all condensed down inside the pair of socks. So you can just grab that, and then you know you've got a pair of pants, a t shirt, and a new dry pair of socks to chuck on. And it's called a little Ranger roll. You can look it up. There's a couple of guys on YouTube do a couple of vids about them. I'm a a actually a massive, well massive fan of, uh, of, of Swiss rolls. And uh, sausage rolls. <laughs> <laughs> but if I don't know how long the sausage the socks. <laughs> uh, a message from Octo8. Uh, Shemar. Uh, uh, Shemar? Shemar. Shemar. It's fine. So that's good. Uh, Rage of Fire came back again. Uh, Helicon Tech makes some very nice cold weather gear uh oh, in oh. any kind of patterns so i oh, could cool. helicon or helicon however you want to pronounce it they're, they're a really really good brand um and and really really sensibly priced as well let me you know sort of you know unless you're going to their extreme sort of level seven um cold weather gear you know majority of their stuff is like sub 100 quid yeah it's a really really good brand it's worth looking on their website as well actually um i i generally tend to buy their trousers um mostly because i've i've got a big bum and I need a certain size. Um, but their their website firstly has more size options than a lot of the yeah, a lot of the uh, more oh, common um, common sort of shops online shops available. Um, as well as they actually have reasonable prices. It's not yeah, you know, it's not just all overpriced from them from them directly. So that's worth a shout. I think with ours is that we've you know mine and Mike's we we've kind of picked on a colour that is. It's quite niche when you try and match it up with anything, isn't it? So yeah. with the rails, 
you know, if you're multicamming it, there's a whole host of different ones out there. The amount of emails you get through, you know, well, multicam this, multicam that. If you want to go after the rail, the only one that I really know is close to that is the, um, is it, is it the UF Pro? That, that yeah, sort of grey brown or whatever it is they call it. Yeah, it's an asset, isn't it? Yeah, so UF Pro do grey brown. I think, you know what, interesting that Rage Files put it, I'm sure Helicon Tex or Helicon do that same colour as well. So it's worth having a look at because, again, there's, a, there's mm. other bits you can do. So. so I do need a winter coat other than the, obviously, the multicam one. And this one's fine, but, you know, we'll need another one at some point. So I'll have a little look at them. Cool. Nice. Nice. Do you get the class? Yeah, mate. Yeah, can I do. Why not? You got, me, uh, got me image there for me. The bring it up, bring it up. <laughs> not uh, that image. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> Very basic kit from me. Right, there we go. So um, let's start off then. Yeah, the Norgi, which is my sort of um, uh, after a day out in the field, I'll chuck that on before I grump, jump in my DOS bag. And that's sort of like my, bit, my little treatment, little dry kit in the evening. So that goes into a compression sack in my bag. And then I'll bang that on once I got back in. During the day, I'm usually just be cutting around in a barrack long sleeve shirt or a com or a very lightweight combat jacket, even when it's quite cold during the day, because I'll have my rig on the top and my web in. So, I, and to be honest, I don't really feel the heat in my top half. It's my legs. So that's usually where I chuck the thermal bottoms on. But the Norgi, that's what my evening treat from a DOS bag. Chuck that on. They're cheap um, as chips as well, mate, aren't they? Oh, mate, there's... Oh, Christ, I was reckon you could get one between sort of five and ten quid on eBay now. I mean, they're, they're an old bit of kit, but they're so warm and they're nice are and they, soft. Are you they get thermal one or are they... They're a thermal top. They're a thermal top and they're a nice... They've got a nice long neck on it so you can zip it right up. There it is there. And obviously you can see it in the yeah. picture there that you can roll it back over so you can roll neck it 80s up to the max like your blue ribbon chocolate bars or you can have it zip right up and it's just a nice comfy top just to chuck on if you've got like a, a bit of your tops have been a bit sweaty during the day when you get back if you're getting that two hours bit of kip just chuck a bit of um, a dry bit of clothing on before you jump in your DOS bag it just makes you feel 10 times better than what you were mm. 10 minutes previously <clears throat> so that's the Norgi really basic bit of kit but it, it works really well for me and you know I've, I've used the one for all the years I've been doing airsoft and that, especially meal sims, like the last five years we've been outside, that's the go-to top. And to be fair, I usually just chuck it straight in the bottom of my DOS bag and pack it, so I know it's in there then. And it's, I suppose the, the outside, but... Oh, go on, mate. No, go on. Go on. Is that the uh, the British Army one that you've got? British, British, a lot of my kit is, mate. It's all... Like, I've got my way to sort of search on eBay for, for ex-servicemen who's, who's selling kit and stuff like that and try and buy them, because obviously it, it sort of pays back the soldier, if you know what I mean. And yeah. it's obviously tried and tested, so... Um, yeah, the Norgi's a British Army issue, and all the other three items that I'm going to be talking about are all uh, British issue kit, which I've purchased through eBay or through a private sale or anything like that. So, um, but yeah, Norgi top, like I said, cheap as chips, guys. Um, you could, you know, go out your way, get a couple of them, two or three of them, one to get because they're, they're, they're a great bit of kit. So you put a hole in them, it's it's not too bad, is it? Cause you're exactly, enough to replace. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, they're a strong top. I mean, I've, this one here's got a burn hole in it, but that's from a, a hot rod, a Mark V going off. Unfortunately, hot rock now. <laughs> yeah, maybe 17 years ago, maybe, but <laughs> not anymore. I tell you what, it'd been a big bloody rock. I tell you, you rolls and fat. Speaking, oh, uh, speaking for the old uh, Fat Airsofters Association, um, if anyone, <coughs> anyone from there is listening, uh, I bought one of the British Army ones in the largest size you could get, and it was very tight on me. Um, so watch the sizing on those. Um, I don't know if I I've can tell you. I mean, I'm not the smallest guy in the world, but this top here fits me very, very nicely with a bit of room to move. And it is a... Oh, we're not well, comparing sizes. Small. Uh, <laughs> 100, small. 108. All I've got on there is 108 centimetres. 
extreme cold weather, Olive. There it is. Yeah. Tell me, so, Lance, yeah. are you a size 14? <laughs> That's for me to know, my love. Right, anyhow, moving on. Come on, we're, we're, we're slowly descending into talking bollocks again. He's <laughs> at risk. <laughs> so, yeah, at the top there on the left-hand side, the uh, softy thermal jacket. Again, this is an old bit of kit. Uh, reversible, so you've got your OD or you've got your desert tan on the inside, so you can have it either either. Lovely. This, I've always known these as a duvet jacket. Some people call them softies. I've always known them as a duvet jacket. You get the trousers of it, so it's called a duvet suit. Fully zippable, elasticated cuffs to stop the wind getting up your arms. But that's, um, again, a great bit of kit, and I'll have that with me. If a stag duty in, first thing in the morning, chuck this on just to get that nice little layer of heat, get you warmed up for when you're going out. Because, like I said, once you go out on the ground, I'll rarely be in like a, a thermal top or anything like that. It'd just be like a, a long sleeve barrack dress or um, uh, a, com a very lightweight combat jacket. Like, there we go, there's the barrack shirt. Nine times out of ten, I'll just be in one of them under my plate carrier, which is again just a lightweight cotton barrack shirt. Um, softy jacket I won't bother getting the trousers out because they're essentially the same as a jacket but they are in a pair of trousers they've got zips which go up to the knee so you can chuck them on over a top of a pair of boots and get them on and off nice and easy um, but that's the coming little compression sack as well so that's the softy trousers nice and thick and that comes as a, a set like that and then finally is that, that's I've got, snug pack is it? Uh, they, they're just British Army issue mate that, that oh, softy right. suit and trousers yeah British Army again you could probably pick up a suit on eBay for I'm going to guess, I haven't really looked at myself, between sort of 20 and 30 quid. If you search them, um, I don't know if I actually got, I might have a... Um, uh, oh yeah, British Army softy jacket, all sizes, reversible, 24 quid. There you go. Cracking bit of kit. And then the I'll last thing, it. which is a, a nice little treat. If I'm if I'm not using my um, my Arctic DOS bag, or I'm not using like my free season, or my four season, or I'm just taking my jungle bag with a bivvy, um, you've got these here. The army have decided to, to politely call them in a manly way, booties. These are booties. You know, I call them army uggs. You know, there's lots of different words for them. Bivy slippers, pull for your carp fishing. They're very similar. Exactly, to yeah. I'm just slipper. thinking Mike could do with one of those to keep the buttstock on his scar warm. That's, uh, do you know what? I was going to whip it up at the beginning, but I didn't want to get uh, reprimanded from YouTube for, for, for encouraging him, so I left it away. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's essentially, you can actually cut about with these outside because they've got a. Um, almost reinforced it's not um, a solid bottom but you could walk about in the woods with these without piercing them or anything like that so if you were in your DOS bag chuck them on if you did if you would stand too quickly you could just cut around in them for a short time there's nothing wrong they're fully, fully Gore-Tex fully waterproof I'm guessing they're submergible and they are made by Corinthia and they're the wind stoppers if that helps at all so Lance if one of those goes missing at the Basically, next thing it might be me yeah <laughs> I've been looking for the for the for the for the butt stop coverer, <laughs> but um, I mean, my thinking of it is is rather than like in some instances, if you've got if you are hard routine and you have to take a bergen with you, um, rather than taking a big bouncing bomb dos bag, if you've got and let's, let's be honest, you can't walk around the uh, patrolling with a sleeping bag wrapped round you. Whereas if you could take a, like a lightweight sleeping bag, maybe like a jungle bag, I've got the snug pack jungle bag, which is not too dissimilar from that sort of size, really. You know, you've got that, you've got your softy suit a couple of other layers that you can add to it to then increase the insulation when you're in the bag during the day you haven't really got to worry too much you've got your basic layers you've got your beanie hats I mean for, for me for example I use a beanie hat like that but it's also a uh, balaclava as well so it's got again it's dual it's, it's all about dual for me it's all about dual use so I can roll it up as a beanie or it's a balaclava it's that added bit of insulation 
couple of standard neck warmers, you know. Um, them nine times out of ten, these are my gloves, mechanics, extremes for during the day. And I've had these for five years now, and they are, I mean, they're pretty battered, but still solid. You know, there's not one bit of stitching that's frayed on them yet. Interesting, then, those booties, I've just had a little look at those. So if you wanted to buy a pair of those new, you're still looking 70, 70, 75 yeah, quid. Yeah, so yeah. they're obviously, a, you know, they're still a current value oh, they're a good piece bit, yeah, of yeah, kit. Yeah. They are a good bit of kit. The gentleman I, I purchased them from, um, where was I I'm trying to think now, if it was at the War and Peace show last year, it would have been the year before that, um, they were actually taken off of them. They were issued kit, but what happened was when they were on exercise, um, they were so comfortable that the guys were actually ended up just cutting about in them and the DSs were getting so pissed off that they weren't putting their boots back on that they all t- one day basically turned around and said, right, bollocks, give them all back. You're not having them. Because <laughs> you, <laughs> you're not playing fair, all right? You can't be running around the woods with them on when you've got issued boots to wear. So, um, but sorry, with the gloves. So if it does, if the weather does turn, I've got the seal skin, uh, full Gore-Tex, waterproof thermal gloves as well. Um, these are a cracking, and they, like you say, Paul, with your ones, mate, they they look quite thick, but the um, dexterity with them still, you can still use your weapons and things really like good, that, yeah. and uh, still like admin pouches, buckles, zips. You know, it's it's, it's no nothing to uh, testing with them. But yeah, another good tried and tested bit of kit, and they're the seal skin uh, thermal waterproof gloves. I always um, judge it as if I can do a mag release with them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can get away with it. Yeah, as long as you can undo your zip and uh, take your mag out, <laughs> that's the main thing, isn't it? <laughs> but that's pretty much my winter kit. I mean, not too dissimilar from what you guys have shown, really. I mean, you've got your basic socks. I mean, with regards to uh, keeping kit dry, um, I did have a compression sack. This is one of the more heavy-duty ones that I've got, which I use. Um, like a, Almost like a canoe sack. So you can pack it out. Um, it comes with a snap lock at the top. But what you do is, when the, once the bag's packed, crush it down, hold them two uh, flaps at the top shut, pull it up hard, and it will suck. It will vacuum it, and that's when you roll it down. Then, if you follow mm. me, and then you click it shut. So obviously, it condense it down. It's fully, it's fully submergible. It's a flotation aid if you ever needed it to be. So, yeah. <laughs> You go swimming in the not trenches. Not you, yeah, but you might. If, if you need a flotation aid when you go airsoft in, you are not playing in the right place. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You need to rethink your hobby, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically my kit, guys. You know, oh, actually, no, there's one more thing actually, I wanted to show you, which is uh, which I carry my webbing, which I don't really have to use often, but um, which is this. And it's a US tactical um, multicam, windproof, uh, very, very soft shell jacket. Where it's hooded, but it's... um shower proof but it's the wind proof it's if, if, if you're in this stuff this jacket here, it's a full jacket fits me it's nice and baggy but if i can just show you there's nothing to it is there mm. look at that that's a full jacket that's the size of my schmag or shamar or shemarg i thought you was gonna say something iPhone. else Paul. <laughs> just to show you just the size of it so you could crush that up you could put that in the smallest I mean, I have squeezed that into a smoke grenade pouch. That's how small these jackets go. If I can find you the label. It's USA made. Um, there we go. America. So you're looking oh, yeah. for that, guys. Not Ooh. a cheap bit of kit, by any means. But um, if you can get older one, then you're laughing. Because these are so great. If, you, if it's like one of them days where, you, especially if you're travelling quite light as well, like I said, it takes up no room, this. And you can just chuck it on over the top of your kit and whack your plate carrier back on over the top or your webbing set. 
It just keeps that wind chill off you. And again, it's um, all about keeping warm in it at the end of the day. But it's, um, mm. the layers, being able to take them off, remove them, not going out with just one big, massive, wacky great donkey jacket on. And just think, yeah. you're stuck with this now. That's it. So I usually tend to go out go out cold and bold, if you know what I mean. So if you've just got a shirt on your plate carrier, you're soon going to warm up. But then you've got the layers there if you do need them. Like, the old scrim scarf, you know, that again, it's it's dual purpose. Camouflage, oh, you can wrap it around difference. your neck, warm it up. I mean, it's, that is a great bit of kit. Almost to the point where, I obviously, I'd possibly opt for one of these over a shemag, to be fair. Because, obviously, you, you, it's visible. You can put a bit of a sniper screen up with it if you are in the cover or anything like that. It's, it looks, it's dual purpose, do you know what I mean? So... Yeah, all good bits of kit. Things that work for me, and obviously everyone's individual, so some things that work for me may not necessarily work for you, Paul, or, but it's all um, vice versa, isn't it? So. Yeah, mate. Happy I've days. I've to show you. And that's me so, done. I've been looking forward to this one. Yeah, right, so <laughs> I, I've stuck, I've tried to stick clear from like coding-wise of stuff, uh, generally, so I'm going to... Comment from Wayne about sleeping bags. Um, we're actually going to cover proper sort of sleeping systems uh, as a whole as a whole episode um, because you know it's a major whole major episode. thing. It's very important to get a good night's sleep, or I say a good night's sleep, or as much of a good period of sleep that you can get. Um, but one of my things does kind of tie into that, so we'll talk about that. But this this right here is <laughs> it's the it's the Pentagon uh, Stepsis beanie. Um, now I bought this along the lines of uh, it's a little little kind of beanie that basically sits underneath your uh, skid lid. Um, now I thought, what a brilliant idea! It's just like another little layer that you can put under your head. It keeps your top of your ears warm and stuff for the cold uh, cold stag rotation. But the problem is, and I will put it on for the pretty much the last time, is that I don't know if it's me wearing it wrong or or what is wrong with. It. Um, it is not a flattering look in any way. Looks like so, you're ready to go swimming. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've used this. Look, Paul got so excited, he's left. He's, he's Paul's <laughs> had to go. He's spent. He's absolutely spent. <laughs> it does sit quite nicely under the under a hat, or whatever. So it does keep the top of your ears warm. Um, it's not a positive look, though, is it? Like, I, don't I know think if it suits just... you. I think you should wear it more often. <laughs> So um, I did get a nickname the last time I wore this at one of the events, which um, I'm sure Lance will revel quite politely. And go then. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it was Captain Condom, apparently. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just wanted yeah. you to say. I'm of course I knew. No, I knew you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's the Stepsis beanie. I do. <laughs> is it, it warm? Relative... To be fair, though, is it is it nice and warm? To be fair. Yes, yes. And um, I'll be honest. I saw uh, random trashy wearing this. Or, or something like this, and that was one of the reasons I thought, oh, that's probably not a bad shout, because, you know, he knows his kit. No yeah. reason why I can't look like a dick if he does as well. No. <laughs> that wasn't the angle we was going for. Like. No, that's not, that's no, not was it not? Sorry. Um, you know, he obviously gets out about a lot of times. He obviously has a lot of kit. A hell of he a lot. Kit. Um, so I thought, yeah, good shout, but I don't think it's for me. Um Having said that, Mate, though, if it keeps you warm, keep why not? And, and, and that's it, isn't it? You, you know, it's, yeah. it's functionality over form or whatever. Or yeah, but if you take your hat off it? the end and you fall down laughing, it's not great, is it? <laughs> yeah, distraction tactic, isn't it? But exactly, again, you yeah. know, it's about keeping warm, isn't it? You know, and I think, you know, probably the benefits of what I'm seeing from that is, you know, it's it's not thick, is it? You know, it's not it's not taking up two room, like you say. Oh, you exactly. can have it, you can have it discreetly under a lid, can't you? Which is ideal, so... 
and storage, but you could, that could literally go inside an inside pocket oh, yeah. or anywhere, couldn't it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. again, it's t- a tiny bit of kit. Perfect. I mate. don't have big hands. That, that's that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one I want to talk about, uh, Lance, what I touched on briefly, is the balaclava. Um, this is from Thinsulate. Uh, now, obviously, I don't I don't generally tend to wear this when I match the airsofting. The main use of this is when I'm sleeping outside mm. and you just get a cold face. Um, obviously, if you're in a sleeping bag. You know, I, I don't know about everyone else. I, I really struggle with uh, kind of just load of hot air and I get kind of claustrophobic when I kind of pull the sleeping bag right over my I head. I can't cover my face up. I can't. I can't no. do that. It's horrible. This, this, this is brilliant for that because obviously you can still open your eyes if you need to and you've got this awful looking hole <laughs> for your mouth so you can breathe out mm. of that. Um, but I generally, when I sleep outside, um, so we've got a few events. Oh. If I've got a few events, we've got a few events coming up um, where we're going to be camping. So I'm going to be taking this because otherwise my face just bungs up in the night. I wake up in the morning, I feel awful. And that's not, you know, that's not just from lack of sleep. That's just from the cold getting into your face and sinuses and really kind of playing up with that. So honestly, recommend one of those for them. Um, also, if you want to go super tactical and just raid the enemy at camp at night, this is also very terrifying. It's terrifying as well. It is terrifying. <laughs> I'm not going to put that on, but yeah. So I've woken that. up to Dan Wonstall stood over me with machete with one of them on one night. It was <laughs> fucking worst, worst experiences of my life. So I looked up and went, what are you doing? <laughs> the, the balaclavas are handy for those milsims where you need to go out on, you know, on, on observation or on obs, um, you know, and you need to be spotting the enemy. You know, I, we've been to events where, you know, part of the objective is you need to take a photo of someone's face from a distance to identify them. And, you know, the balaclavas are great, aren't they? It just throw, throw, throws it all out. Mm. Sorry, yeah, lot, uh, Paul's just saying he can't get back in. Mm. Okay. The same link, but uh, right. So next thing, uh, hand warmers. So yes. I bought these for. Uh, they were on sale when I bought them. They're about twenty p each. Um, you don't have to necessarily get them from Hot Hands. Uh, these stay warm, which you know that's that's pretty much all night. You know, if you, if you're going to get ten hours of sleep, um, they are amazing. They obviously fit in your pocket. You can put them in your sleeping bag. One bit of advice uh, that I found out the hard way is be careful where you put them in your sleeping bag. Um, they do get hot. I'm not kidding. Genuinely burnt myself um, in, in an awkward place. Um, but yeah, for those that haven't seen these before, you basically just rip the packet off uh, and take them out. It's like a, a sachet bag. It almost looks like a tea bag. Um, shake it about a little bit. The chemicals inside react to the oxygen. Um, and it basically just heats up. So, yeah. Yeah, they're good fit there. I mean, it's the it's just that little thing. You can just slip it in your pocket. If you've got cold hands, just put your hands in your pocket for five minutes. Heat them up, you know, takes the chill off. Um, that being said, I also have a pair of seal skins uh, gloves. Um, I got these after the event that we went to um, at the Long War event, which was just so wet. Um, the seal skins were obviously uh, completely waterproof. Um, it didn't stop raining, did it? It literally did not stop raining. Oh, it really raining. didn't. No. no. It was so wet. And... Running around with wet hands, I find just awful, and it's just really demoralising. Um, so if you can just get that little bit of comfort where you can, you know, generally a wet t-shirt is it's uncomfortable, but it's not the end of the world. Because if you're running around, you're trying to use your um, your, your your pew. I'll call them pews from now. Mm-hmm. Um, try and use your pew. Uh, this is so much good, uh, so much better than obviously having wet hands. This is also so these are the hunting ones, um, the all waterproof all weather hunting ones. Uh, they've got a little like fleece lined pads so you can mop your brow 
Um, that's what I use it for. I don't know if that's the correct term. Uh, they're leather lines nice. on the inside. Um, the dexterity on these isn't brilliant. Like I'm not picking up a lot of things off the floor, um, sort of nuts and bolts wise. I definitely can't pick coins off the floor. Um, but if we're using a mag release as a test, you can definitely do that in these. So I highly recommend those. Cool. Are um, they like a shooter's mitt, Mike, where you can peel the finger back at the end, or is it no, a so solid? They, yeah, they do do those. These aren't. Uh, these are just solid fingers. Right. Uh, they're leather lined on, the, 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 pretty much leather on all sides except these three fingers and the, the thumb. So the trigger um, fingers. Yeah, the trigger fingers all leather. So it like because obviously you're rubbing it against the um, the trigger guard and stuff. Nice. Um, I've taken these to Iceland. I've been in. Oh, my brother's going to correct me, but um, we we're in like something like minus twenty degree temperature um, Celsius. Cool. And it was blooming cold, but these these are great. These keep you warm all the way down to that temperature. Um, so highly recommend those. They are expensive. You know, it's not a cheap glove. Um, I've just got the website up in front of me um, from Seal Skins. I think they're fifty-five pound a pair. Um, I mean, how long have you had them for, mate? And what have you done with them? How long? Have they well, exactly. Lasted? I've had them for about I mean? two so, years now. Well, there you go. And they're, they're last. So hi, Paul. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Uh, Don't know what happened there. The last just, thing. Uh, Take it dropped out to make another baby or something quickly. Yeah, so I've got an 15 kids now. It's baby number, baby number seven up right now. It's already past oh, six. Mate. Come on, come on, you've broken a sweat was, uh, come, come on, Paul, tell the truth. You know you was making your boy hot chocolate and fetching his cake for him. <laughs> He's only, you know it. He is the law. No, it's, um, I think it's, uh, that was courtesy of Sky's finest internet service. Where you're connected one minute and then for the courtesy of paying a quid a month, you're not the next. <laughs> Super fast, my ass. Thanks, guy. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Talk the, about um, reproduction, that's super fast. This <laughs> guy's internet. The last thing I want to talk about is uh, the Wubby or Poncho liner. Um, now, I'm just going to share my screen quickly, just to give you an idea of what this is. So, that's well, not me, it. obviously. But um, a Wubby is basically uh, the US, I think it's. I think they are called poncho liners, but I think they just got nicknamed Wubbies. Um, it's basically a, a padded blanket. Um, I'm not going to leave that up for ages because it's not the most exciting pictures to talk about. It's quite disturbing. Yeah. It looks like someone's just been rescued from somewhere. <laughs> so I actually have two versions of these to talk about. So I'll talk about this one first. This is the Miltech version. Um, this one's in black. They do them in a number of different uh, camouflage patterns and colours. Yeah, uh, I've got one in DPM, I think. Yep, they sell for about £25. Um, I got this one off of uh, eBay, I think, but it was actually from the mil military first store on eBay. Um, they are amazing. I use this all the time. I've got one in my car, I've got one in my wife's car, I've got two in the house, I've got one on the sofa. Um, and honestly, it's just that little bit of comfort that you can just wrap a blanket around you and you can sit mm. near the fire. And don't get too close to the fire because, as it turns out, they do melt quite easily. Um, <laughs> in a sleeping bag so if you want to turn like a season two into a season three or you know season one whatever just wrap wrap yourself up in this first and then get in your sleeping bag and it just adds that extra layer of um of extra warmth and thermal protection so highly recommend just those. Got this uh yeah i keep i've got one in the house i keep one in the boot of the car and if we're wrapping the bodies up with when i bury them in the woods <laughs> <laughs> Needs much? Uh, oh yeah, that's why his eBay account is ordering fifteen a week. 
<laughs> this is the snug pack version of that. Um, I, I didn't know they did one. Yeah, so I don't know if you can see the size difference there. Uh, so obviously that's shorter. Uh, this right. this snug pack version is bigger and it's waterproof. Um, I think it's waterproof. It's definitely water resistant. Uh, let me just find start on that again quick. Welcome to bed. Uh, windproof, water repellent, lightweight. Uh, this one weighs 900 grams. Um, and the blanket is the equivalent size when it's opened of 224 centimeters by 183. So it's quite a large blanket you can have in there. Um, good. They call them poncho liners because you actually use this to turn your poncho into a sleeping bag. Um, so where the poncho's, poncho is waterproof, this effectively adds the thermal insulation to that to turn it into a sleeping bag. So you can kind of, it's all square, it all lines up tight on the ends. You can fold it over. Um, I've seen people adapt these to put a zip in them. Um, so you can actually use it as a proper poncho. There's no hole in the middle. Um, so you can just wear it as a poncho. So, you know, if you're cold, you could obviously wet your plate carrier over the top of that. Um, I've tried it. It's not a positive look, um, but it does keep you warm. <laughs> I've never seen you do that. I've never seen no, you No, I've never that done before. that in front of you, Lance, but I have done that. Um, was this in the comfort of your own home you tried this? Yes, this was even away from my wife. I didn't want her to see it either. Um, it's on his webcam. <laughs> this, so I actually got this uh, three weeks ago. I've not given a, had a chance to test this. I got it for my birthday uh, from my very generous sister. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend a Wubby. Um, this one, I, the, the reason I asked for this one is because basically it's smaller. So one of the bigger problems when you've got a Bergen is obviously stashing everything in there. Um, space is very much at a premium, weight's at a premium. Um, but having, so having that site, amazing. Mm -hmm. To stuff sack or not to stuff sack? Right, <clears throat> so <laughs> I've, I've, I've spent a lot of time Googling this because I am very, very terrible at packing my bag. Stuff sacks are great, but with the Wubby, if you just wedge it in the bottom uh, or in the top or you know just wedge it around stuff, you get a much better packed bag. Um, same as like your sleeping bag or anything like that. You know, it, it fills the volume more. Whereas if you put a load of cylinders into effectively another cylinder, you're going to end up with space between. I never use a stuff sack. I'll just fuck it off. Just waste of time. Just use the bag and, the, and your wooby on its own. It is. Um, it is. Uh, and, then, and there speaks the ambassador of stuff sacks. <laughs> just, just fuck it off. Ah, no, hang on. Hang on. Because a dry bag, I do keep it in a dry bag. Um, but the dry bag is, uh, I've got a big oversized dry bag, so I kind of put it in that and then shove that down the bottom. So that keeps it dry. Yeah. Because um, your, your dry bag's the same size as the inner compartment of your Bergen, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, same as mine. So I've got a massive one, you just all bang it all in there, yeah. Yeah. Coolio. Uh, Rage File made a good point, though, is that anything in its own sack could be strapped to the outside of the rucksack. I don't do outside the rucksack. If it can't fit in the rucksack, it don't go. <laughs> I can't be doing with the flapping and, and extra. I've tried, I've done it. I've, been, I've done it before. I've been there and done it. Where like my first event, like I said, I look like that thing out of fucking labyrinth that comes out the scrapyard that's just got a backpack on. With, it's about thirty foot high. <laughs> it's the same now. It just hasn't got the backpack. <laughs> it's off. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, it's, it's, got, it's got to be in the Bergen for me. That's why. Like, yeah. like, so like Mike said earlier about. You know, it, it, you can work a, like a DOS bag into any nook and cranny inside the inside your pack, but, but we'll cover that uh, on another. Yeah, another, Mr. Marden, uh, to stuff to not stuff. It's a bit of both, to be fair. 
Um, I, I, I do stuff in stuff. Um, but then equally, <laughs> you, you know, um, probably opposite to Lance, you know, I do stuff, stuff on stuff, stuff on the outside um, as well. So I think, there's, you know, there's, there's a few pieces. And again, you know, I've got a, a sleeping bag and a roll mat, for instance. They both come in, obviously, watertight sort of carriers. So for me, it's a bit of a, a you know, a no-brainer. They go on the outside and then come with me. So, you know, it gives me that, just that little bit more room for what needs to go in, to be fair. So, so yeah, a bit, bit of both, to be fair. But I think just coming back to, you know, some of the really useful points talking about earlier, like Lance talking about, you know, he, he gets, you know, stuff within a sock, you know, almost like your T-shirt, you, you, you know, some boxes or pants or whatever your choice of underwear is, you know, and, and wrapping within the sock, you know, I actually sort of always take a spare set of, you know, base layers and actually I sort of roll them up into quite a nice tight grouping and actually use that as a bit of a pillow when I'm sort of getting my head down at night. It makes me, you know, sleep easier. So I think, again, there is something about, you know, the stuff in piece and actually what, what else can it be doubled up and used for? That's it, mate, yeah. Dual purpose. Mm. Cool. Well, there. So that's a range of things to keep you warm. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, it's, it's personal preference to a little bit, but um, I think there's there's a number of different benefit ways that you can you can use. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not been the best live stream, this one, in terms of cutting off. I don't know how long we've been running for now. I've got a timer of 51, so I'm assuming that we're over time, including part A of I this. I think so, mate, yeah. So uh, we'll better call it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably better call it a night, um, gents. I believe uh, Mike. Well, so we should be running this next Friday, uh, but Mike and Paul uh, won't be joining us as they're on a date night. Apparently, we are. Oh, We've um, possibly, possibly, possibly dialing in from the field, maybe. Yeah. Well, we could try it. So I suppose to put a bit of context in it, that myself and Paul have been stocking up on some equipment over the last sort of seven to eight months around about night games etc and then we've pretty much got what we want and we just need to to get out and, and test the kit and, and optimise what needs to be optimised really so you know it's it's a bit of a dual purpose something we've had in the diary for a little while but equally you know it's, we're excited about doing it so um, getting out to, to a, a local site um, walking it at night you know sort of testing all of the IR kit the NV um, scopes the thermal you know dialing in all of the PEQs etc you know walking with the IR markers and making sure that from a distance we can see each other so yeah it should be quite a, an interesting and fun filled evening and I think if we do get the opportunity we'll do our best to try and jump on in some shape or form and, and torture from the field really I'll tell you what I'll do as well as I'll, um, I'll take my GoPro um, and perhaps we'll just film a little bit of it and then if we need to sort of cut and clip and edit in and stick something on the channel or something like that it's just a you know, especially when we come to talking about the night gear that we've got at some point down the line, then obviously that will come in yeah, handy. But the reference. it is, uh, we, we've been up there with them before, um, but this is now about kitting up and manoeuvres and zeroing in and <coughs> testing it out, really. Well, hopefully nice. Mike doesn't come back pregnant. So, uh... Goes in. Well, Two yeah. we, we can't promise <laughs> anything, can we? Anything no. can happen, let's be honest. Not with the I mean, he can't even he, he can't even hide in the dark now, bless him. <laughs> <laughs> So next week might be a bit, uh, um, we won't tell you necessarily what we're doing. We might also bring a guest on. Um, there's someone that we want to talk to uh, about yeah, an upcoming exciting event. So we need to chat with them, but we've not spoken to them yet ourselves. So uh, I won't we tell will. you who that is in case they're busy. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks. Thanks for watching. Uh, anybody want to leave any um, lasting thoughts? 
Am I going to recap the uh, the prize quickly? Or... Yeah, go for it. So from the Halloween giveaway, guys, for the uh, uh, your uh, Milsim or your your skirmish loadout, if you like, for a, a scary loadout, and um, we're doing a little giveaway. So the best picture that'll be chosen at random, and um, the winner will be receiving a uh, not this cup, not this bottle or this cup, but just a an exact copy of it. Um, be delivered to your door. Uh, Fifty-eight pattern water bottle uh, with the fifty-eight pattern cup. Just to start you on your Milsim journey if you're if you're new to it or if you're uh, not new to it and you haven't got one then you, you're going to get one. So and also along with that a 24-hour British Army or NATO ration pack with all the gubbins in there. Um, it is open and purely this is because of if you're vegetarian or meat eater or whatever you want then I can interchange the meals out. But it will be a full pack guaranteed with uh, your your two square meals, your desserts, your brew kit, your snacks and all that business in there, your sport, creamers, tea bags, coffees. It'll all be in there. So, um, yeah, that's your prize, the water bottle cup and the uh, British Army ration pack. That'll be the uh, for the prize for the uh, best dressed, shall we say. And Tainter, just that. send us a message on Instagram. Uh, tag us in a, a post on Instagram. Uh, you can send it to us directly. <laughs> you send it to us directly on... Uh, our email, which is nofochat at hotmail.com. Feel free to send it to us on Facebook um, as well. You can you can direct message us on there. Uh, yeah, pretty much, I guess. <laughs> Wrap up. Stay warm. Stay warm. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit the notification yep. button because that's really important. And and equally, you know, give us some suggestions of what you see, want to see and want to hear on the show. Absolutely. Uh, Wayne, just so you know, it's not the ones we made. Um, so you get to, you know, <laughs> the ones we made. Yeah, let's give away the ones we made. I genuinely mean it. I'm not going to lie. If you want blue ribbons, you can just go and get them from Asda. Yeah. Uh, Rage, Rage is asking: Do the ration packs still have the biscuit fruit and biscuit browns in? They should do. I think it's a fruit oat block, fruit oat block, or biscuits brown. I don't think you get both, but you certainly get one or the other. I feel like a bit of a dither with this one, like this, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll talk to you what I feel like. Cool, right. <laughs> we'll see you, all, see you all next week. <laughs> see you later, guys. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>